0: Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Good. We uh, have one more new song in the Hall of Songs. The voting for the second class has given us a second Hall of Songs inductee. That must be great news to you. That is good news. Always good to, you know, see these songs get rewarded. Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the songs that got eliminated from the nomination pool in the last round of voting. We'll also talk a little bit about the trends that we're seeing uh, after a couple votes now as we head forward in the Hall of Songs. Do you want to get started with our induction ceremony?
1: Yeah, that sounds like a plan. All righty. Hall of Songs
0: results show number two. Welcome, loyal listeners and lovers of music, to the second class results show for Hall of Songs. I'm Tim Malcolm, I'm Chris Jones and we are here to give you the straight dope what happened in the second class voting for the hall of songs we do have a song that got into the hall of songs and we'll talk about that in a few moments but there are also a lot of songs that didn't quite make it uh chris overall 30 songs on the nomination pool about half of them got taken out we have one that got in do you feel okay about the results overall Um, we will talk a little
1: bit more about the song that got in in a couple minutes. Uh, I will say I am happy about the songs that have gotten in so far. I wouldn't mind seeing a couple more and maybe you guys can, you know, email each other and coordinate
0: some, you know, put together some voting blocks in time for the next episode. And if you do want to vote and you should vote. We do shows every two weeks at Hall of Songs. Go to our website at hallofsongs.com to listen to our most recent episode. We're also on Spotify, Amazon, Google, wherever you can find podcasts. Listen to our episode, the most recent, and then go to our website, hallofsongs.com, to vote for the songs that you think should be in the Hall of Songs. We'll talk about that process in a second. But just go vote. Tell your friends to vote. Tell your family members to vote. Anybody in your life who likes music at all. Tell them to vote at our website, hallofsongs.com, and they will then, after a week, find out who gets into the Hall of Songs. Actually, it's more like 10 or 11 days or something like that. We put these results show out every fr- every two Fridays so the Friday before our latest episode we do this result show and then a couple of days later the next main show comes out and then we do a whole round of voting again uh Chris you know we had some changes with the voting this time around the way that we kind of you know what songs get in and get out and that kind of thing we had to make a few small changes can you just talk a little bit about what changes we had to make sure we're trying to tweak things a little bit to, uh make
1: things I think more fair uh and trying to sort of keep the ballot size down a little bit. Uh, you know, some of the vote we're we're seeing the votes being very spread out, which is good. And I think it makes sense because we, you know, we we put a lot of work into nominating good songs. So we think it, you know, it's not surprising that people are uh that people like really all the songs, but that does result in some a, a little bit of spread out between the votes. So I think the big change that we're gonna make is we're gonna raise the threshold a little bit for the cutoff going forward. So we're gonna cut off songs that don't get 35% of the vote, uh, which I think will help uh, make the ballot size, you know, keep the ballot a little bit smaller. So
0: there'll be a little bit less clutter, I think, when people go to vote. So let's get into the actual ballot then. We'll start the other way around with the songs that didn't get enough votes. So the way it works is you fill out your ballot up to 10 songs that you think should get in the Hall of Songs. At the end, we count up all the ballots and then all the songs on those ballots. And if a song does not make it on to 35% of the ballots, it gets eliminated from the voting. That's how it works. So we're going to go through the songs that didn't get to that threshold and thus will be eliminated from the nomination pool from here on out. They are done. We will not talk about them again. That's it. That's it. Uh, Chris, what was our lowest performing song on the ballot in the second class? Alas, it was How High the
1: Moon. Uh, You know, sad to see that one go. Uh, It was nice to see that one get carried over for the second round. Uh, But uh, that will be that was our lowest performing one this time coming
0: in with less than 5% of the vote. So uh, Ah. that one is well, it will not be returning. Sad. I really like that song. "Let's Paul and Mary Ford, Uh, one of the first songs we talked about from 1951. Then we have a couple songs that didn't quite uh, get to 15%, uh, which was our old threshold. Uh, A couple that only got about 11 or so percent of the vote. They include Shaboom by The Chords, I'm Your Hoochie Coochie Man by uh, Muddy Waters, and Manish Boy by Muddy Waters. So a couple of Muddy Waters songs that didn't quite live up to the hype there.
1: Yep, and then moving on to a couple more that were in the 13% range, Cold Cold Heart by Hank Williams, Mess Around by Ray Charles, and Bo Diddley by Bo Diddley. Anyone there that seems a little bit surprising to you? Um, no, I, I, not too surprising. I think that a lot of these, particularly Cold Cold Heart and Bo Diddley, I think it's like, we're, we're going to talk about those again because of the influence that they had, but it doesn't necessarily surprise me that they didn't make the cut.
0: Yeah, I think ultimately they didn't have like that extra oomph that's required to be in the top uh, level here of our pool. Um, after that, we have songs that just about got 15% of the vote, but again, that's not enough. And those include Bebop Lula by Gene Vincent and his Blue Caps. We also have Hound Dog by Big Mama Thornton. Sad to see her go. And Hey, Good Looking by Hank Williams. Thoughts on those? Um,
1: yeah, no, I think same thing, not too surprising to see those goes really disappointed to see Hound Dog go, uh, like, you know, to the point, I think I'm glad we got to talk about that. It doesn't surprise me that it's not necessarily garnering the votes. Uh, but still, I think, I think there were some, probably some people who had not heard that one before and glad that we probably, you know, brought that one a little bit more attention. Moving on, we have a couple songs, uh, that were in the range of 18%. That was Earth Angel by
0: the Penguins and Mr. Sandman by the Cordettes. Nothing other that seems crazy to me, both kind of doo songs that, you know, while very good, and I really like Mr. Sandman a lot, both quite are, I would say, second tier, I guess, in the grand scheme of how doo-wop rates ultimately in rock and roll history. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And again, yeah, like, not too surprising. Glad we got to talk
1: about them. You, clearly, people do enjoy the songs, but, uh, but you know, it doesn't quite have that sort of extra something to get it over the uh, over the edge.
0: Three songs that are around the 20 to 25% range of the vote. They include Why Do Fools Fall in Love by Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers, I Put a Spell on You by Screamin' Jay Hawkins, and Long Toss Sally by Little Richard
1: all 1956 songs. That was their first time on the ballot. Uh, not again, not too surprising. All really good songs. Uh, you know, long tall Sally, maybe the biggest surprise to me to be down there. But, mm-hmm. uh, but again, it's, it was pretty close to the cutoff and, you know, not a shock, at least in my view.
0: Yeah. I was uh, surprised to see some of the support for, I put a spell on you. Some of the people who voted for, I put a spell on you only voted for, I put a spell on you.
1: <laughs> and Then our last song to miss the cut uh, is, Shake, Rattle and Roll uh, by Big Joe Turner. Uh, Again, that one was, you know, was high up in the first round, a little bit surprising that missed the cut. Uh, I think there were, were, you know, what we're going to talk about, there were a bunch of new songs that came on the ballot that I think pushed that one down a little bit. But, uh, you know, sad to see that one go. Great early rock song.
0: It got about 48, 49% of the vote the first time out. This time out, it got just about 34%. So it just missed the cutoff. But because of all the songs from 1956 coming in, it certainly just didn't hold up. Ultimately, I like Shake, Rattle, and Roll. I did vote for it, I believe, both times out. Um, But ultimately, I can see why it didn't make it. Sad to say it, but uh, there we are. Those are the songs that didn't make it. Those are 15 songs that got eliminated from the nomination pool. And so now let's kind of move on to the songs that came, uh, that did make it to the next round. And we'll go to the third class, but we'll have an uphill climb. We'll start with the ones that are just under 40% of the vote, and they will be living on a prayer next time out. (laughs) They include In the Still of the Night by The Five Royals, and Blue Suede Shoes, excuse me, The Five Satins. I said The Five Royals. That, 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 getting very close to another band there. Uh, the Five Satins in the Still of the Night. And Blue Suede Shoes by Carl Perkins. Kind of surprised to see Blue Suede Shoes so low on the list there. Get ready now, go, yeah, I was surprised go, to see it that, that low. Uh,
1: again, I think that's a great song, and uh, we we talked a little bit about the fact that even in the same year, it influenced the Elvis uh, the Elvis cover, which was also a great one. Moving on to uh, a couple songs that got right around forty percent of the vote. Uh, these were both returnees. We had Your Cheatin' Heart by Hank Williams, You're
0: heart and Ain't That a shame, shame by Fats Domino. And we'll just continue on right there. Songs that got about 42% of the vote, a couple here, include That's All Right by Elvis Presley. We'll talk about him in a second. Tootie Fruity by Little Richard. And Maybelline by Chuck Berry.
1: So interesting to see your cheating heart hang on. That is uh, the oldest song uh, remaining, you know, keep the getting carried over. I mean, it goes way back to, uh, you know, not our first episode was 1953, but, uh, you know, older than any of the other ones that are going to be hanging on for the next round.
0: It was actually doing really well in voting early on. I thought it might actually make it to the Hall of Songs. uh, But toward the end of the voting process, it just started to lose steam, sadly.
1: Yeah, we had a couple then that came up just short of 50 percent. The Great Pretender by The Platters blueberry hill also by fats domino
0: so those will both be uh, carried over to the next ballot as well i wanted to ask you do you have any idea about the popularity of the great pretender because i was i at first i thought okay this is a good song but i don't think of it on the same way as some of the other peers from 55 and 56 but apparently our voters seem to really appreciate the song yeah, I was. This was definitely the one that surprised
1: me the most, as far as how high it was. I mean, I've always thought it's a great song, but uh, you know, like what we said earlier, a couple of the the songs that I would think about as more sort of straight doo wop didn't you know score as well. So a little bit surprising there, and also surprising because it was a 1955 one that carried over, and uh, you know, and I think what we're as we're about ready to talk about the ones that were fresher on the ballot tended to perform better so seeing that you know jump up there and get you know the as high of a percentage as it did was pretty interesting i i don't know exactly
0: why but uh you know certainly uh enjoy the song and i'll go through the number five and number four songs on the list from the last round of voting all 1956 songs and then from here on out it's actually all 1956 with 50 percent of the vote we have i walked a line by johnny cash big
1: call is your mind
0: and with 51, 52% of the vote from 1956, Roll Over Beethoven by Chuck Berry. Run roll over dig these Not surprising that these two are pretty high up there, but a little surprising that maybe they're behind the ones that are about to be read. So Chris, do you want to take it? Sure, so the going, moving upward with all or three songs from 1956,
1: all that had over 55%. We had Hound Dog by Elvis Presley. We had Don't Be Cruel by Elvis Presley. No oh, baby, and then our mind. second inductee from 1956 by Elvis Presley, Heartbreak Hotel. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of
0: Lone Street, that
1: Well, I'm so lonely, I'll be
0: so lonely, I could die. Congratulations to Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley. It is our second inductee to the Hall of Songs with just over 67% of the vote. It does get a slightly larger share of the vote, slightly larger share of the vote than Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and the Comets. So currently it is our, uh, I guess, leader in the clubhouse for greatest song ever. If if we're gonna go that route, we're gonna do that. Um, three Elvis songs, one, two, and three. I guess we should start right there. Well, why don't we start with this "Heartbreak Hotel"? Let's talk about "Heartbreak Hotel" for a few minutes. Um, are you? How do you feel about "Heartbreak Hotel" being the next nomin- next inductee for the Hall of Fame? I, I certainly can't quarrel with that choice. I voted for it. Um, you know, we talked about 1956
1: being the year of Elvis and there's a reason for that i mean that there's there's a reason that these songs endure as well they're all great songs i think heartbreak hotel is probably the most interesting of the elvis songs that we talked about as far as the lyrically combined with sort of the production and his vocal performance so uh, i can't quarrel with that choice being number one uh it just you know that it, it, it does seem to me like it's it, it certainly is a worthy inductee how about you
0: yeah, it's the best one that we've had so far from Elvis. I mean, just going through the ones that we've covered, that's all right, which by the way, had a very high leap in its voting this time out. So, just to go over the first time, uh, it got 27% of the vote, which wouldn't have made it this time out. But in the second class, it went from 27% to 42%. So, pretty high jump there. Elvis fans came out to vote. We'll talk about that in a second. But we had That's All Right, which is, you know, it's Elvis just kind of starting out rockabilly, very raw. Then you get Don't Be Cruel and Hound Dog, which are, I think Don't Be Cruel is a really good example of Elvis aiming for the pop charts, middle of the road, doing a very safe kind of song. And then Hound Dog is him taking an already established, really good song and kind of making it his own. I don't think making it better than the Big Mama Thornton version, but certainly giving it giving it his own character. Whereas Heartbreak Hotel, I mean, is his song through and through. He makes it his. The vocal is fantastic. The, the build, the, the mystery, the character building is really phenomenal. And it is like the most quintessential. Like I'm thinking right now we are in we are right in the smack middle of Elvis's really high early period where he is the biggest star on earth. He can't do any wrong. He's just this rock and roll god. And this seems to be the most quintessential Elvis song of that entire era.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, I think it's it it is the the it is definitely the standout. And and I'll stay. Uh, well, I guess we can go talk about this now. I you know the Elvis being having the top three. Uh, it's odd to me because in a way, I sort of was surprised. Uh, like I said, I would have. You know, we didn't rank them. We just sort of voted. You know, obviously nobody ranked them. We just voted for them. I probably would have if i was ranking would have moved some things around to try to break it up a little bit at the top but i will admit i voted for the three elvis songs that are at the top uh because it was just to me like as much as i think heartbreak hotel is the most interesting of them i think they're all worthy and they were all first time on the ballot and i did vote for them so uh you know i was one of those who did vote for all those uh at, you know in, in you know, all, all, all three that ended up near at the top. I guess I voted for all the top four as well. So, Heartbreak Hotel, Don't Be Cruel, Hound Dog,
0: and Roll Over Beethoven. We're all on my ballot. You didn't. You didn't vote for I Walk the Line because you don't think it's country, is that it? I no, I didn't vote for <laughs> I mean, it.
1: I love country music, so no, no, and I, I know I, I know, love but I you... oh, no, and I love Johnny Cash. Now, I, I, will, it's interesting. I, there are many Johnny Cash songs I will vote for, but I did not vote for I Walk the Line. I don't. It's like to me, it's not quite. It's a great introduction to Johnny Cash it's not quite uh, up to the quality of some of the things he would go on to write, write Shortly thereafter.
0: I'm, just, I'm looking at the results. I know which ballot is yours. I know which one is yours. Okay. Um, yeah. So I didn't vote for don't be cruel. I just thought that one, wow. It's a good song. I didn't really, it didn't grab me. Like Hound Dog grabs me. And I guess in a way that, I think of his performance and time and I think of how he interpreted that song in the different ways that he did over those several like months, you know, that he was, you know, really at his sort of peak as this touchstone in American culture. Um, that, to me, is is really de- definitive of the Elvis experience. And Heartbreak Hotel, I just think, is a great song. And I think it, it, it merits where it is. I think it merits being in the Hall of Songs right now. Um, but a- as you said, I am also a little... I don't know, concerned, no, disappointed a little bit. Um, I, I, I guess just a little bit miffed in some way. I would have loved to see rollover Beethoven get a little bit more of a share of the vote. I would have loved, I would have loved to see I walk the line, get a bigger share of the vote. I did vote for, I walked the line, um, you know, and maybe a song like Maybelline or maybe a song like you're cheating heart. You know, I voted for your cheating heart this time out. Cause I thought, you know what? It does set, definitely deserve to be uh, in the hall of songs at some point. And so to see three Elvis songs, one, two, three, look, the Elvis, song, the Elvis fans came out and they voted and they support their guy and I get it. And Elvis was a big deal and he is a big deal to a lot of people still to this day. It is surprising on just a small level to me that, yeah, we didn't see a Chuck Berry song get a little bit higher in the voting.
1: Yeah. I voted for both of the Chuck Berry songs. Uh, those to me are sort of, you know, our all-time classics. Uh, I've, Tried to weigh my votes a little bit towards the 1956 ones while in, you know, basically only voting for the ones that I thought were sort of the the cream of the crop of the carryovers. Uh, So I included blue suede shoes on my ballot as well uh, from 1956. Uh, I just think that's a great you know, a great song for what it is, obviously influenced Elvis, but I just love that performance by Carl Perkins as well. Um, And then I voted for, I was, I mentioned, I voted for the top three Elvis songs, but I also voted for the Big Mama Thornton version of Hound Dog. To me, that was kind of a, you know, you can't have one without the other uh, attitude on that one. And that, you know, as good as his performance is, hers is uh, just as incredible.
0: Are you surprised that uh, the top six songs on the ballot uh, in performance were 56 songs that we've already kind of moved on from 55 and, and, and everything earlier?
1: I don't know. I think as people, as we get repeat voters, they might be more inclined to vote for songs that show up that are new. Um, You know, particularly it's like if they, if you listen to the 1956 episode, you heard those songs, you heard us talk about them and what makes them great. And then you go vote. I think there's probably gonna be an inclination to vote for the ones that you've, that are a little bit fresher. yeah, but six, you know, I guess what, seven of the top eight, that's, yeah, that's pretty high. That's probably higher than what I would have expected it to be, especially because there were some that had a lot of support that got carried over. Like, you know, uh, you're cheating heart is the, you know, one to me that, you know, it, it seemed like it had quite a bit of support in the first round of voting. And I would have thought that most of the people would have voted for that one. Um, but it'll be interesting because that one comes back and with no more Hank Williams on the ballot, uh, there could be people who, you know, maybe split their vote among some of the Hank Williams songs who will decide to, to go for the one that's, left
0: so do you think that any of the songs currently on this ballot that are going to carry over to the next class do you think they have a chance to make it in the hall or do we think that the 1957 list is going to push those down i think 1957
1: will push most of them down but but it'll be interesting to see because it's you know it's the 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 weird thing about the first ballot was obviously that it covered such a long period whereas the ones that are up at the top there the 56 ones will be still relatively fresh, uh, you know, won't be going back quite as far. I don't think the Elvis ones are going to lose a lot of support. And I think that the Chuck Berry ones in particular will gain some support going forward. Um, you know, we're going to continue talking about Chuck Berry and, you know, in future episodes, certainly. And I think that that, you know, even hearing talk about other songs it helps get those songs in your head. And I think we'll, we'll help get them some votes.
0: Yeah. I, I think that the ones that are really in trouble are the songs from artists where, you probably have heard their last song at this point. You know, you look at The Great Pretender by The Platters. Like, I don't know if we're going to have another Platters song in the nomination pool. Um, We're talking about, you know, I mean, obviously Hank Williams. I'm a little worried about Hank Williams going forward. If if we've kind of seen the peak of that. Uh, Fats Domino, you know, do we have another Fats Domino song coming up? Maybe, maybe not. That could be an issue there. So there's a couple artists there where it's possible that we might have kind of really heard the last one. A shame?
1: The one to
0: Congratulations once again to Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley, the second inductee of the Hall of Songs. We're going to have another vote. It's going to just keep going starting Sunday when the next episode comes out on 1957. Once that episode drops, we will un we will open the voting, unveil it just let it happen the voting for 1957 the voting for the third class of hall of songs including songs from 1957 all the way back to 51 will be open and we'll have uh i'd say 12 songs from 57 on that list i think we have a full list of 12 we will unveil those in the episode coming up on sunday but then we'll also have a bunch of carryovers everything from Hound Dog by Elvis Presley, to I Walk the Line from Johnny Cash, to The Great Pretender by The Platters, to Tootie Fruity by Little Richard, all the way down to Your Cheatin' Heart by Hank Williams. They will all be a part of the next class of voting. You can go to hallofsongs.com to vote for up to 10 songs to make the Hall of Songs. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody in your life who loves music to just go to the website and vote. And of course, tell them to go listen to our podcast. We have episodes on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon, on Google, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find Hall of Songs. It's there. And where can you find us in social media, Chris? Oh, just about anywhere.
1: Go to hallofsongs.com, our website, and there's links there. You can find us on Twitter at Hall of Songs. Uh, Instagram, coming soon, Hall of Songs. And you can search Hall of Songs on Facebook and get our Facebook page there. We had a lot of action on the Facebook page. We had people, uh, you know, telling us on there what they've been voting for, and that's been good. So it's been fun to interact with people uh, on the Facebook page.
0: So come back with us on Sunday for the 1957 episode of Hall of Songs. We have some really, really fun songs to talk about. Really awesome artists, artists that we haven't heard to this point. So you have to come back and listen to see what we talk about there. And then, of course, again, vote once that drops at hallofsongs.com for up to 10 songs that you want to make the Hall of Songs. Those songs, if they make it, 67% of the vote will join Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and his comments, and Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley. Thanks for listening. We will see you on Sunday. My name is Tim Malcolm, and he is Chris Jones. See you later.